Welcome to the Reform Journal Podcast, the Poetry Edition, where we engage with the world of contemporary poetry from a generously reformed perspective. Find us at reformjournal.com. This is the Poetry Edition of the Reform Journal Podcast. We come to you regularly to listen to a poet read a poem and talk about where the poem came from. I'm Rose Postma, and today our guest is Rebecca Spears. Rebecca is the author of Brook the Divide and The Bright Obvious. Her poems, essays, and reviews have appeared in many journals and anthologies, and she's received many writing awards, including a Pushcart nomination. Today, we're talking with Rebecca about her poem, Mirabilia in the Garden. Welcome, Rebecca. Hi, it's great to be here, Rose. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, we are thrilled to have you. We're just going to dive in and have you read your poem for us. And then I'm particularly interested in the word in the title. Um, So I hope you'll tell us about that. But we'll get to that after you read it. Okay, great. Mirabilia in the Garden. If at the harvest I bring you a jug of cold water and you drink till you are drunk, I am your servant. If in the late garden I dig up roots and you coax a fire from a rock, we shall become the feast. Later, as frost scatters across the field like ashes and crunches underfoot, I'll know it is you. If the sun hits the red fox on the path, carving a shadow beneath it, I will be struck blind for you. Or when the running creek smooths itself over stones, we'll join together, moss drooping from trees. And when the eyes burn the object of your gaze, let this world slip into a bank of snow clouds. Suppose darkening thoughts douse you like rain. Your eyes will lead us like lanterns to shelter. And if the cause of our joy is simply this turn of the seasons, it's the hearth in which we're forged. Thank you. So talk to us about this poem, where it comes from, what you're going for. Okay. So first off, mirabilia is just another uh, word for miracles. But I, I really love the word and I love the way that it comes you know, comes out of my mouth. (laughs) And I was thinking of everyday, you know, miracles and, you know, thinking of the story of the Garden of Eden, but also like, you know, what it might be like if you were in the garden sort of late, late in the world. So it's just thinking about the beauty of the given world and that other human beings are created in the image of God. So that the address here, I meant it to be to another human being. And I realize it comes off sort of maybe larger than that. But if we think of the divinity in ourselves, which is part of my personal beliefs, then I think that this this poem um, maybe works <laughs> like that, just thinking that we're created in the image of God. I thought of the Song of Solomon, just, you know, from reading that and the idea of the beloved when I was writing it. But honestly, (laughs) 
this isn't one that fell on the page. Um, I had the the first couplet done for, <laughs> and I returned to it probably three months later because I don't know. I thought I was like, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. And I think three months later, I was able to write the second couplet and maybe the third. But it really took. It was. This is one poem that probably it was a year, you know, of me just returning to it and thinking, what is it? What is this? Well, I love that you talk about the time that it takes. I think we always hope and we have a vision that the words just come and appear like magic or like a miracle on the page. But so often there is so much work and time that goes into the writing of the poem. So I, I love to hear that. And it also affirms my own process to hear you say that. So I think that's, that's really helpful. So when you started, when you had the first idea for this poem, was that word mirabilia there or did, where did that come in your process? Um, I learned that word from reading the poet Jennifer Grotz, who was in Houston at the time, and I think she was teaching at Rice University, but she used it when she was describing what was happening in the town square of a foreign city that she was in. And, and I, so I put that word down in my journal and I've never used it because I never knew where to use it or how to use it. You know, and it's like, I want to go out and say that mirabilia to people. And I don't know. It's just, I get fascinated by words, you know, and the way that words sound. Well, I think all poets worth their salt do that. And, and for me, the entry point to the poem was that word, I had not heard it before and I first read it as like a type of plant, like a, a Latin name for a plant. Sure. And then, you know, I, I'll be honest, I Googled um, and that did add just sort of layers and richness to me. And so I, I love that discovery that we encounter as readers by kind of having us look at an unfamiliar word and think about how it sounds and you talked about it, how it how it rolls off off your tongue. Yeah. You've got a lot of great images in here, just beautiful moments of describing things in this garden. Of all of them, what what one is your favorite? Probably the first couplet and the last and because it took me so long to figure out an ending and I thought, you know what? <laughs> How much do I love the turn of the seasons, you know? And I thought, you know, that's the thing that really centers me in the world, the world that we're in right now. So I guess, yeah, two favorites. <laughs> no, that's perfect. And I think I always like to kind of know what a what a poet, what a writer finds to be sort of their entry point or place where they just really resonate with, because I think that's helpful as a, a reader to know that. Um, and you have given us so much to think about just in a short period of time. We, we're going to go back and read this and think about the image of God and creation and the difficulty of writing. Um, so I'm wondering if you could just read the poem for us one more time as we kind of close so we can experience it a second time. Okay, sure. Thank you. Mirabilia in the garden. If at the harvest I bring you a jug of cold water, 
and you drink till you are drunk. I am your servant. If in the late garden, I dig up roots and you coax a fire from a rock, we shall become the feast. Later, as frost scatters across the field like ashes and crunches underfoot, I'll know it is you. If the sun hits the red fox on the path, carving a shadow beneath it, I will be struck blind for you. Or when the running creek smooths itself over stones, we'll join together moss drooping from trees. And when the eyes burn the object of your gaze, let this world slip into a bank of snow clouds. Suppose darkening thoughts douse you like rain. Your eyes will lead us like lanterns to shelter. And if the cause of our joy is simply this turn of the seasons, it's the hearth in which we are forged. Thank you so much for reading and talking and being with us today. Thank you, Rose. I appreciate the opportunity. You can read Mirabilia in the Garden and another poem by Rebecca at reformjournal.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Reform Journal podcast, the Poetry Edition. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and until the next time, explore all the great poetry on the Reform Journal website.